0: Engage is a call to action, a challenge to make a difference, an imperative to serve, a directive to be the
1: church, advancing the kingdom and transforming our city. And now the host of Engage, Gene Hildebrand. Hi, this is Gene
0: Hildebrand and I wanna welcome you to the show today. Thanks so much for taking the time to tune in and listen to the program. Uh, as always, we understand that you've invested your time, and we want to make sure to give you a good return on your investment by bringing Christian leaders, ministers, uh, leaders in the uh, faith-based nonprofit world, uh, and other individuals who are doing some pretty interesting and exciting things for the kingdom of God, even some awe-inspiring things from time to time. And uh, certainly uh, my guests today in the studio, I think, uh, meet those uh, descriptions and qualifications. Uh, we have representatives of the Fellowship of Pastors SA today. Uh, Pastor Mario Nava at Living Faith Church down off of uh, Marbach, and uh, Pastor Randy Garcia of the Fortress Church on Prue Road. Welcome, gentlemen. Well, our pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thank Wonderful. You, Gene. I'm so glad to have you uh, guys. Uh, we've known each other for a while now, and and uh, I've uh, had an opportunity to observe uh, the uh, Man Up Conference that you all sponsored last year. And uh, what a tremendous, tremendous time that uh, we ha- all all shared uh, and celebrating uh, our our Lord and Savior, uh, but also uh, getting insights and understandings as to our our uh, masculinity, and our manhood. Uh, And that's coming up again this year. But before we talk about that in in great detail, uh, why don't you tell us a a little bit about how the organization, uh, the Fellowship of Pastors SA, got started, when it was started, and those kinds of things.
1: Well, thank you once again, Gene. It's our privilege to be here, and and, uh, especially with my good friend, Pastor Mario Nava from Living Faith uh, Church right here in San Antonio. Uh, I would say about it 17 years ago, Back around the year 2000, uh, we uh, we were um, encouraged and challenged by Eileen Vincent, who you know well here Is at AM630, right? no to start a Northwest San Antonio prayer group. And uh, she challenged me, all right? And so I said, yeah, yeah, I think we'll do that. And so we started it, and I called a few pastor friends. One of them was Pastor Mario Nava. And we just started praying every um, every Wednesday morning. We'd get together, and we just started praying for our city, praying for each other, uh, then we developed just a, a, a camaraderie, and uh, we got to the point we just um, uh, just built a, a, a solid friendship, and uh, and so it just kind of took off from there. Then, then um, maybe about seven or eight years after that, uh, my schedule got a little too busy, and I said, "Lord, uh, I need to step back from leading this." and and uh, and didn't think twice but to ask uh, this guy right here next to me, Mario Nava, Pastor Mario, to take over. And he took uh, leadership of the, the Pastors Network, uh, and he just took it to another level. And I praise God for that. So I'm still involved. But Pastor Mario, you know, I just now I'm just trying to keep up with him. Okay.
0: <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've had the opportunity and the privilege of attending some of your meetings, and it, it appears like you normally have around 30 or so there At times. Uh, on, yeah. on a weekly basis. Yeah. Uh, how in the world do you get pastors to join together in unity uh, for any period of time for any reason whatsoever?
2: You know, it's interesting. Um, the the personalities in that room vary and you've Mm. been there and you've seen it um i think it's um like a church in in the sense of um it's not for everyone uh, because um i would love for every pastor to have a a group like that and maybe they do um some have come some have gone Uh, we've recognized those that stick or they almost become lifers like lifetime church members yeah but um I, I think it's a point of um, it, you know hearing Randy speak I was just reminded of our history as he 17 years ago um, and or whatever the the timing was but in um, the life stories of both of us have intermixed and uh, he's been there when when I needed help um, I've seen him in in crisis he's seen me in crisis. Boy, is this guy, he called me this guy, so this guy next to me, (laughs) Pastor Randy, has uh, been there for me in in moments that I really needed him as a brother, Mm -hmm. and and, um, pastors need, um, we need each other.
0: Well, I think maybe one of the keys, you know, and uh, maybe, you know, if if I'm off, let me know, But, but I think one of the keys may, in fact, be the fact that you founded this on prayer. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, it started mm-hmm. with the foundation of praying together. Mm-hmm. And uh, having laid that foundation, I don't know how you could go wrong building mm-hmm. upon it,
1: right? I agree. I agree because uh, I've always believed that the, the, the place of prayer is a place of agreement. So we come into agreement. And uh, as Pastor Morrow said, um, we need each other. Pastors need each other. Just like Amen. every individual, uh, every man of God, every woman of yes. God needs uh, each other to help us grow and go through life situations because we were not meant to live the Christian life alone. Amen. So I praise God for the brothers that uh, I, I'm part of this small group with um, on Wednesday mornings.
0: Well, I would totally agree with that, but I think also you have to have to recognize that there's a whole lot of pastors that don't get it, that just don't understand that it, we're better together, that Amen. we're better by mm-hmm. uniting with one another uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know how you really get that message out there. Is your organization uh, open to any pastor or church leader you may want to? Uh...
2: Absolutely. We, we've never turned anyone away. We, we've had um, all sorts of denominations come through, yeah. if that's what you want to call it. And mm-hmm. um, the, um, the point is, yeah, our arms are open wide, yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: as the name suggests, the Fellowship of Pastors SA uh, fellowship is really a uh, a key characteristic of your your gatherings. Correct.
1: It sure is, but uh, if you go to the original Greek word for fellowship from the New Testament, yeah. koinonia, mm-hmm. it goes deeper than just a pat on the back and a right. handshake. Right. A true biblical fellowship uh, means intimacy with one with another, yeah. mm-hmm. and so uh, I, I believe it's it's that koinonia that we have. Mm-hmm.
2: Amen. I can add, it, it's you know we um, we have our subject matter that we go through like a small group. We're reading a book um, right now and. Um, one of the pastors will discourse it, and then we, we begin to talk. But but the thing that ends up happening, I've noticed, like in any small group, that you begin to trust one another, and it becomes a, a covenant group almost, is transparency starts happening. And, right. and, you know, hey, I'm in trouble in this area of my church, or mm-hmm. I need some counsel. And it, the, the brotherhood there, we guard it pretty, you know, if somebody... Exposes something outside the group. You know, we put a hit on them. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm joking. I'm yeah. seeing if yeah, you're i am seen a few. I know what you <laughs> <laughs> But we take it real serious to to just hey, what what happens in the group stays in the group. Well, you
0: know, I think another thing, another way in which we build uh, unity uh, among the brethren is through collaboration mm-hmm. with one another. Uh, It's more than just kind of hanging out, as you were saying about Koinonia, Pastor Randy. It it really has to do with taking that step of acting in concert with one another, of doing things together in collaborative effort. And one of those things that uh, your organization is engaged in, as we've mentioned earlier, is the Man Up Conference, Mm -hmm. uh, which is coming up uh, October the 21st. That's a Saturday. Uh, from 9 o'clock in the morning until 4 in the afternoon at uh, your church, Pastor Randy, at Fortress Church on Prue Road. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that event, how that got started.
2: We looked for a place, a venue, if we had the men of the city come together. And the largest churches that are in the small group of the Fellowship of Pastors, um, Randy had uh, the largest auditorium and mm. the, the uh, classrooms in the campus to facilitate these things called Tune-up shops, and they're small groups. We teach on uh, men and sexuality, men in the local church, um, Millennium Ministry, reaching new leaders, and that sort of thing. But it's all geared towards men. It's a one-day intensive, mm-hmm. uh, from nine to four, and you mentioned the date, October twenty-first, Saturday. So uh, the the venue is at Fortress Church was large enough that we could capacitate all all the men. The men could hold.
0: Why did you, Why did you as a group, decide to do a men's conference as opposed to a women's conference, as opposed to a marriage conference. I mean, all of your churches do a number of different things in terms of events and activities and so forth. Why did you choose to focus on men in particular?
2: I'll start, but I, I know Randy probably wants to give me, uh, give us a little bit on that too. Uh, we, we know that American men, call 90% say they're Christian. And so and that's a great thing to say, you know, uh, when you take a poll. But the the actual polls, five out of six uh, refer to them as as Christian. But only thirty five percent of men go to church on a regular basis in America. That means that one in five wives go alone. Mm. And um, Hindu religion, men are leading that. Yes. Muslim, Islamic right. men are the ones that are radical, and mm-hmm. and they're. Only in the Christian faith do we find that the numbers are dropping. And it, it takes such a sharp contrast from the book of Acts that men were leading. There are some couples, and women do great things. And it's a given that women are going to lead also. Right. But Jesus was like this magnet towards men. Uh, he had 12 apostles that that changed the world. Right. And so uh, we just believe men should have the mission to lead and um the one day intensive of man up is to literally do man up uh, in yeah. your church in your home and your family yeah
1: if we uh, as americans want to build a strong nation mm-hmm. we've got to build strong churches amen And if we want to build strong churches we have to build uh strong uh homes and families yes. and if we want to build strong families it starts with building strong men, Amen. men of God. So that that's the core of everything. That's where that's where it all is, that's where it all begins. And as pastors, as a fellowship of pastors, we know that if we build the men, then the family will follow these men and we're gonna have strong families, which mm-hmm. leads to strong churches, which leads to a strong nation.
0: And, and you know, in what you've said, you know, I've heard, you know, being pro-male yeah. is not to be anti-female. Yeah. On the contrary, yeah, right. quite far from it. Yes. Uh, uh, when men step into their role as men and fulfill their responsibilities as men and take the leadership in their homes as men, that lightens the burden on the <laughs> women, right? And so it, it's, it's definitely a win for the women in the family when men uh, do what they're supposed to do.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yes, I'll say this, that, that when it comes to uh, the, the women are the ones who are going to benefit from yeah. this, uh, not only in, in, the, in the talks because uh, uh, men are fired up for the Lord when they come to Man Up. And we're going to have some great speakers. And, and uh, also, as Pastor Mario mentioned, tune-up shops with our, mm-hmm. with our breakout sessions. Uh, we're going to talk about you know the man's role in the church. The man's role in the home as a husband, the man's role as a dad parenting, uh, and uh, the man's role in the workplace. And those are the tune-up shops, just a uh, short uh, glimpse of the tune-up shops. Let's
0: talk about the format a little bit, Uh uh, because that's one of the things that I found very interesting and exciting. It really is a, a little bit of a different format than... Than a typical men's conference, I think, in that you have a speaker in the morning and then you kind of uh, take a break and everybody goes to their respective, to, to a, a breakout session of their choosing. Yeah. Right? They're not assigned to go to anywhere whatsoever. Yeah. You you provide a, a smorgasbord, if you will, of classes and uh, teachers and so forth, and they choose what is of greatest interest to them. And then after the breakout session, there's a, a luncheon, and you're going to be uh, uh, having, serving barbecue for yeah. all of the uh, men there. And, yeah. and by the way, gotta I. Gotta have
1: barbecue. That, that's a man's hey, thing. Hey, that's a
0: man's thing, right? <laughs> So uh, I think last year, I, I don't know, you probably have the, an exact number, I suppose, uh, but, but it seems to me that there were about 500 men there last year. And so that's uh, quite an event in and of itself, just feeding that yeah. many barbecue yeah, dinners or lunches. Uh, uh, and then after lunch, everybody comes back again together. Now, help me remember, in the afternoon, you have an afternoon speaker, but is there a, an afternoon breakout session or workshop as well?
2: We'll have nine to ten, as Pastor uh, mentioned here, and, and they're tune-up shops. They're geared t- geared towards men. We give the men uh, a chance to go to uh, two elective, so to speak, mm-hmm. and um, and um, they're going to be great. Yeah. And so
0: they they're going to hear those in attendance will be hearing. Two featured speakers, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and also have the opportunity to go to two workshops or breakout sessions, as it were, in the morning and the afternoon as well. And those will be of their choosing. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I remember last year, one of the workshops that I attended was on anger management, and it was very well done, very well presented, and very well received.
3: is Chris Broussard from the King Movement and Fox Sports 1 and I'm excited about coming to San Antonio in October for the Man Up Conference. I'm so excited I had to put on a Kawhi Leonard t-shirt. Kawhi though. But I'm more excited about the Man Up Conference than I am about the Spurs because as you guys know, biblical manhood is under attack. So those of us who follow Jesus Christ have to come together and strengthen one another so that we can stand firm against the attacks of the enemy. And that's what we're going to do at Fortress Church on Saturday, October 21st at the Man Up Conference. I will be there. I will be speaking and you won't want to miss it. We're going to have a lot of fun and we're going to learn a lot. And we're going to become true men of God who can stand up and man up.
2: Who's going to be uh,
0: the the speakers this year?
2: we were able to uh, get Dr. Ed Newton from Community Bible. Um, He um, leads the largest church in San Antonio. He'll be our morning speaker. Chris Broussard from Fox Sports Network will be doing our afternoon session. He leads the King Movement that a lot of people don't know about. Mm -hmm. But it's, um, again, men that um, love authentic Bible um, Mm -hmm. to become a man uh, we realize that it's to become like, like Jesus and, uh, to and The King Movement like is a national yes, organization
0: with chapters in a number of cities throughout the United States. And, and again, as I understand, the mission is to work with men specifically, mm-hmm. uh, to raise up men to step into their uh, God-given and ordained uh, roles uh, uh, in society. So uh, he's going to be here, and will he be speaking in the morning or afternoon?
2: He'll Chris will be speaking in the afternoon session. And, uh, and he was
0: formerly an ESPN yeah, commentator yeah, or analyst or whatever, right. uh, yeah. left there is with Fox Sports now. So a very dynamic guy, yeah, very high energy, and I'm sure nobody will uh, be disappointed at all. Yeah. Who's leading worship for you?
2: Frank Saldano of Faith Church is going to lead with his band, and he does a, a, a great job. This is his second year doing it, and um, Frank's a young man, but um, just a uh, dynamic worshiper. So uh, what church is he lead? With? Faith, Faith Church. Um, okay. One of our one of our actually fellowship of churches is Faith Church, and Randy Mask is the lead pastor there at that church, okay. and Frank's his worship and youth pastor.
0: So is, was he there last year? Yes. Frank Saldana okay. was, yes. Yeah, it was really awesome Thank last you. year. I mean, men were uh, jumping up and down. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think they were doing the wave. If I know, <laughs> they may have. They <laughs> could have been. I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, so yeah. So what's some of the uh, breakout sessions that uh, you've got lay- lined up?
2: There's one. Uh, one of our all pastors, which is real interesting. I think we all have our gifts, mm-hmm. and and you recognize that. And one of the specialties is one of our men, uh, Pastor Rafael Gutierrez, that leads the Restoration Door Church. He's going to teach on discipleship. He's really gifted in that area. If you've ever hung around him, it just gets on you. It gets on him. Absolutely. And he'll be leading that, and it's called I Disciple, and um, that one is always well attended. Um, men want to follow Jesus, and Rafael has an anointing to do that. My, my bro right here, Randy Garcia, he, I won't I'll toot his horn for him. He's going to lead a workshop called Millennial Ministry, which uh, he and his son um that helps them lead the church they'll actually they're targeting young ministers and how ministry will look in in today how it should look and how we can be effective mm. and so you might want to add how to re- that, how to reach
0: millennials that's yeah. right
1: because uh, we live in a, in a different generation and praise god for that other mm-hmm. tune-up shop workshops include uh, uh you know marriage mm-hmm. uh flesh of my flesh bone of my bone uh, we have, uh, as you mentioned, anger management, uh, that workshop is called Mad men. We, we have the fingerprints of God, <laughs> Mad how, uh, I th- love it. yeah, fingerprints <laughs> of God is a workshop that talks about men finding their identity as men of God. Uh, and then also, um, uh, uh, raising champions is one we have entitled for, uh, parenting, uh, mm-hmm. uh, being a fatherhood, uh, cause we have an epidemic in America of fatherlessness and, um, uh, Pastor Mario, what, what else am I leaving out there? I know there's a few more I'm leaving out, and I apologize for that. Okay. But, well, the uh, bottom
0: line is there's a wide variety of yeah. Yeah. Uh, of subjects to choose ten, from.
1: Ten different options, electives, in the breakout sessions. We call them tune-up shops.
2: One uh, of the things that um, we'll be able to do on this one that we hadn't done is we want to make it um, quite Q&A-driven also, mm-hmm. so we'll be less on talk and mm-hmm. – preaching mm-hmm. mode and more, more on the teaching right. yeah we so we're going to fill questions that they can already have ahead of time when they get there they can write those out have them ready for each session and um you know how question and mm-hmm. answers goes it, it just takes a life of its own we're real excited about the men participating mm-hmm. in the small groups so, that go ahead randy i was just
1: gonna say www.manup Dash essay.com it has a little bit more details. yeah manup sacom
0: So I know it's not free, but it's almost free. yeah almost <laughs> how much how much is uh, registration?
1: Twenty-five dollars, but that's included a good barbecue lunch. Yeah, absolutely, and, and a great time in ministry. Great, great time with God. Great time with God's men.
0: Absolutely, no
2: extra love offerings are going to be taken. Give you, we give you our words on that. You know, you go to a place and you you have to pay another little something. Right. We will sell things like T-shirts and polos, and, and there'll optional. be products, but you can you can buy those if you want. But um, yeah. It's well, I can,
0: uh, I can tell you from my experience last year that it's a, a great event if you're listening and you're a man, and, uh, or if you're a woman and want your man to go, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> by right. all means, uh, make sure that uh, you get in touch and uh, uh, reserve the date. Save the date, October 21st. That's a Saturday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and you will be blessed. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for being here Thank and you. for uh, sharing this information with, uh, with our audience. We appreciate it. Thank you, sir. I'm Gene Hildebrand, I want to uh, take a moment and thank the strategic partners uh, that uh, make this broadcast uh, possible. Uh, We want to thank Joshua Initiative and Jesus Lives in My City, uh, Champions Media, as well as the King Movement, Abba Father's Christian Store, and of course, as always, AMKSLR Radio. Uh, I'm Gene Hildebrand, engage.